Welcome back, Houston. It's the Killer Bees, Joel Blank and Jeremy Branham, live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. He's Blank, I'm Branham, 713-780-ESPN. What, what does Mahomes have to do to pass Brady? 5044, bottom line, wins are the only stat that matters. I agree, especially in football. Like, baseball, you can start to play the numbers game a little bit more. Like, you know, you can be Barry Bonds and never win a, never win a World Series title. I think once you look at NFL quarterbacks especially, you got to be able to win at the highest level. And same thing for best players on a basketball team. Like, you're going to be graded on your championship wins. Uh, baseball, you still probably will be some, but I think it's a little bit more unfair in baseball. Uh, one six seven nine Mahomes Super Bowls have been much more impressive than Brady's first three. Brady was still a game manager at that point in his career, while the Chiefs are winning because of Mahomes. Although their defense was great this year, what do you think about that point? I think that he's had plenty of talent. When you talk about Tyreek Hill and and some of the guys that he's had around him over the years, I I don't know that he's been the, a one man band the entire time. Uh, he, he, this year, more than anything else, he had to step up even more because of how bad the receivers were for the majority of the year. But overall, uh, I think that both guys, you can say, they had good players around them. I'm not going to ever say that, that, that other than maybe last night, Mahomes really put the team on his shoulders. But I think that both guys have had help. Yeah, uh, I think it's a fair point. Like, I, I don't think that Brady, especially the first one, like once you got to the second one, though, for Brady, like you were winning because of Brady. Uh, the first one, whenever the, the Patriots won it in 2001, eh, Brady wasn't that good. Like, was that, that was that was Carolina? Just, Whenever they he won the, his first. Was the first one here? No, they beat uh, St. Louis. That's when they beat his oh, the greatest Rams. show on turf. Okay. But Mahomes, I mean, Brady wasn't great that year. But other, after that year, Brady was elite. Like, Brady started to lead the league in certain, like, touchdowns and passing yards. Started to finish top three in MVP voting. Other than his first Super Bowl, it was a Brady show on offense. Now... The argument there is Pat Mahomes never won one where he wasn't the show. Pat Mahomes never had a 2001 Brady season. He was never winning it because of the team around him. Brady's got one with the team around him. I would give Brady the other six. Yeah, but even Brady was carried that year. But even Mahomes' first one, though, I mean, he had a ton of talent around him with Kelsey and yeah, he had talent, and, and, and But Brady was carried. Brady was carried the first year that he won it. Pat Mahomes won the MVP the first year that they won it. So, like, there's a huge difference between Brady being carried versus Pat Mahomes having good players, but he won the MVP. Yeah, no, I, I see that. I, I just, I, I was just trying to think back to it because I know that from the Brady standpoint, I don't recall a whole lot about beating the greatest show on turf, but I know that he was MVP for the game here. And and so I know that he played well in the game here. And since then, he, he played his tail off. I was just curious on Mahomes' first one because that was a really talented offensive team. Yeah. I mean, he won the MVP that year. I think that's the ultimate trump mm-hmm. card, whereas Brady was through 18 touchdowns, 14 picks. Still won the Super Bowl, but he was carried. Mahomes is not carried. Uh, but, but Brady still has seven. Like, we're not going to diminish that. We're not going to take away one from Brady. Like, sometimes you get carried. I think Peyton Manning was carried in his oh, final one. for sure. Uh, but we're not going to diminish that. 3667, Branham is ready to anoint Mahomes now. LOL, ease up. Not saying he has the greatest resume, but I do think he is the greatest talent at the quarterback position that we've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, and this is part of the reason, the beauty of what we do is is for the sake of discussion, you can have your favorite quarterback too, or you could pick a guy and try and insert and play. 
And I know that they're trying to say plug and play, put Mahomes on the Texans and on Twitch, and and would the Texans have won the Super Bowl? And people saying that that the the Texans roster was better than the Chiefs. I don't see that. I mean, look at how good the defense played this year for a Kansas City team. That kind of it, it kind of allowed you to survive how bad your offensive your receivers were. And to be honest with you, Kelsey wasn't great for the first part of the season either. And he got off to a really slow start. So your defense kind of helped carry you there. But by the time the playoffs came around, Mahomes was on top of his game. And we all know that when you put him in the playoffs and put the ball in his hands, he's tough to beat. Yeah. 713-780-ESPN, HRP listener line. This texture saying, uh, taking a shot at Joe. According to Joe's logic, is Eli Manning better than Brady? That's from... uh, you know, scoreboard question mark. Uh, no, because if you listen to actually what I said, Eli Manning does not have seven championships. He has two championships. I said we won the head-to-head. I said if they're tied, and even if Mahomes has won more, Brady has the head-to-head. So if Manning would won, if Eli won six, I think I might. Well, he won two head-to-head. So if Eli won five, would he be better than Brady, according to your logic? I mean. I guess I just—it's not real because he was a 500 quarterback. Yeah, it is not. But real. But you were about to say that you, if you would have gone with Eli, if he had won less, if he won five, if you—I mean—but that's not who he was. Like he was a 500 quarterback who won two Super Bowls. He doesn't belong in this conversation. Nine four five one. Brady's game didn't deteriorate with the with age. He didn't rely on athleticism. Will be interesting to see Mahomes at 35 plus. I think it's a fair point. I think Mahomes is I think he's lethal in the pocket though. Like you watch Mahomes and you don't think he's lethal in the pocket, I think he's lethal in the pocket. Now he he does have the advantage of also being able to move. That's what makes him so stinking good. But the other thing is, he has a grasp of the game that we don't know. He can he can be a chameleon too. He can adjust as he gets older. He can change his game cuz like you said, it's not like he can't throw in the pocket, but his overall game and what makes him so deadly is because he can he can beat you in a variety of different ways. But but Brady did it too. Brady adjusted his game as he got older. Not that he was ever a runner, but he adjusted a lot, and Mahomes can too. But that's why I said that time's going to tell in all of this. And, and and Mahomes is an intelligent enough guy; he'll adjust. Two eight 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 one. What famous girlfriend should Stroud have so the Texans have national attention? You know what the ultimate trump card would be here? The ultimate dub. You know what it would be? Who Beyonce. Is it? Yeah, she's Beyonce. Yeah, but yeah, she, you yeah. still Beyonce away from Jay Z. She is queen. She is royalty in the city of Houston. If CJ Stroud won Beyonce from Jay Z, that's the ultimate famous girlfriend that would bring the Texans not only national attention, but it would make CJ Stroud like the all time most popular Houston athlete since like he'd put I him mean, in the realm of Akeem and Altuve. He he can't be the reason why they broke up, but and he'd have to be patient enough. If I don't they think did Houston break would up. care, I don't think Houston would care I, if I'm he was the reason they broke up on the world stage. Like she trumps Taylor Swift, like so that mm, one from there's that an re- argument there. I don't think she does anymore. I think there's there's an argument there, and that I don't know her numbers are pretty good once she comes out with something. What what numbers in terms of like the we'll, al- see how, we'll see how this new concerts album and album sales and like well they're both coming out with new albums right who who has more record sales all time. Well, I, I think I think Swift. Beyonce does. I think Taylor Swift does. Does she? I think so. And like Instagram followers, I, I think she has. The, I think she has the advantage there too. Like this is this is something that they've been arguing a lot on the streets. Is this the Jordan Lebron in pop Kinda. culture? Like I, Shannon Sharp was arguing it the other day. And it, whenever you're, whenever you're a black man arguing for Taylor Swift, it's usually not that's, good. That's a good point. Usually you get a lot of criticism. So Shannon Sharp took a lot of criticism the other day for saying that. But he was just saying stats. I didn't listen to the entire argument because I really didn't care. <laughs> uh, if I'm uh, being, this says that honest. this is a big difference. Well, who's uh, winning? Beyonce has sold 42 million 
uh, album has 42 million album sales. Taylor is 75 million. Wow. Now, Swift might have volume here. Like, I wonder their top album sell. Like, if you take their best, their most album sells on one album, who has the highest? Because this is like counting stats. If Taylor Swift has, I don't even know, just throwing out an arbitrary number, if she has 20 albums versus Beyonce's 10, it skews the math. Okay. Uh, Beyonce's most popular album sold 9.6 million. Taylor sold 14.7. Ah, that's scoreboard Swift. Yeah. Uh, social media looks I was like wrong. Beyonce has the edge. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm surprised by that. I'm surprised Beyonce has more IG followers than than Taylor Swift. Yeah, she has 314 million followers on Instagram. Taylor has 267. Mm. Okay, so social media Beyonce, record sales Swift. It's tight. It's close. It's very close. So that would be the answer, I think. I think the answer is Beyonce to that mm-hmm. texture's question. And it was even, especially in Houston. They did the whole concert tour mo- into a movie thing, and and I think they are they're neck and neck in 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 a, in a lot of ways. So you're right. I mean, that would be the, the only one that CJ would have the pull to have the competition on the girlfriend side. Don't ask Jay Z about albums of the year though. No, uh, no, no, Beyonce, <laughs> no, Beyonce has 32 Grammys. Dang. Taylor, no, she has 43. I thought Jay Z said. No, this is, this article says from this week says 32. Taylor has 12. 14. How many album of the years? Taylor now? now has 14. She won two this last Grammys two weeks ago. How many albums of the year? Uh, that I'm not Because sure. that's what you get graded on. We're not talking about first team all pros. We're not, well, talking, like about, we're not talking about Pro Bowls. We're talking about Super Bowl wins. We're talking about albums of the year. Yeah, we know Beyonce's got the goose egg on the uh, albums of the year. <laughs> Beyonce's a good bridesmaid. I'm going to get killed for saying that. Yeah. Uh, Adrian, in order for Mahomes to pass Brady, he has to, to get to eight as the primary quarterback. I don't think there's any situation where you can debate until he gets eight. I agree. For the greatest resume of all time at the quarterback position, I think it takes eight. So I the, completely the tie agree. is thrown out because Brady wins the tiebreaker head to head. I'll concede that. Okay, I'll concede that. Like even if Mahomes gets to five MVPs, I don't care about individual accolade a whole lot. Uh, like this is this especially is, because the MVP to think award that way. to me just I know in the Super Bowl it's a little bit different because you will see more non quarterbacks win it, but like I feel like MVPs don't matter because even one of but, Brady's like you could argue didn't because. He gave the truck to Malcolm Butler after the Seahawks game because yeah. he said himself that Malcolm Butler should have won MVP. So it's like it's a quarterback award. They give you a list of people to vote for in the press box. There so was an like interesting article on that, too, in terms of Malcolm Butler's play, that uh, they said that Belichick was the, the unsung MVP of that because he had seen Seattle run that play over and over again, and every time they ran it in practice, Butler was too slow to get, uh, to get the leverage he needed. And they made an adjustment like the day before, and they practiced it, and that they they saw it coming, called it, and that's how Butler picked it off, and that Belichick should have gotten more credit for that. Eight four one zero CJ strikes me more as a Lizzo guy. Oh, I, she, think I think so. she's a fan of the Minnesota Vikings, though. She is. She's a man. Of, yeah, she's a Why? fan. Why? She's got a man on the Minnesota oh, Vikings. Oh, yeah. okay. One three six. What about Megan the Stallion? That'd be a good pull, CJ. Yeah, it would be a good pull no matter what. Mahomes wins with his athletic ability, neck down. Brady much more neck up. I think that's fair. Uh, now, I think Mahomes is cerebral. I think Mahomes is very, very sharp. Um, so, yeah, I don't want to... Like, Mahomes is better from... <laughs> I think Mahomes' IQ is better than Brady's athleticism. I think that's fair. I think that's fair because we know what Brady... He was limited uh, athletically. But I don't think we've ever thought Patrick Mahomes was limited in terms of his way to think through plays and things like that. I think the stat that was interesting from this year, too, was that was, was Mahomes second in completions in the league, 
but he would have been first if he his team led the league in drops. He'd have been first if his team had been anywhere other than first in the league in drops. If you compared the distance between first and second for drops with teams, that he would have clearly had the, the best completion percentage and the most completions in the league. This guy said that Stroud was in the Kardashian suite. That scares me. The Kardashian oh, curse. No. Get out of that suite, C.J. Stroud. Get out of the Kardashian family. Yeah, we, it's a curse. They've already you guys screwed you up bet James on, Harden. You bet on the Kardashian curse two weeks ago. We did? You didn't, Joel. You stood against Jeremy oh, that's Bryan. Right. What was the thing? Apparently OBJ and Kim are dating. I didn't know that. I didn't know yeah, that either. Apparently they're going public, but it was like there was rumors and innuendos. They're perfect for each other. They really are. They're so perfect for each other. It's a match made in heaven. Yeah, my wife's going to tell me all about that. One three six eight. Beyonce can be Stroud's mom. Come on. Well, I mean, that would be the same thing as what Jalen Green's got going on. Yeah, that's a good point. The same thing. Uh, she's forty. Which, by uh, the way, that's my- great for Jalen Green's career. I think it brings maturity to his life. I think it's why he's playing as a more mature basketball player. Stop. I'm being dead serious. I'm being dead That he serious. knocked up a 40-year-old? When do you become more mature in life, Joe? Wait, that, When that, you become a father. The, exactly. Exactly. I'm being dead serious. This isn't a joke. I mean this sincerely. We that know that performing like artist that you and I were talking about that you said was at the, we said was at the Rockets game pregnant, she's 40? I don't think, it's, yeah, it's, it's like I don't think she's a performing artist. I think she's an IG model. Oh, yeah. I thought someone said that <laughs> she had a music career, too. Very, eh. Okay. <laughs> Within reason? <laughs> performing <laughs> artist is being very complimentary, I think. Wow, I didn't know that. I think she's like an influencer. Like and she I think she has a lot of a lot of her um NBA baby daddies are former athletes. Oh, there's multiple. There's multiple. Uh, I think I totally think Jalen's being taken advantage of. Totally think that Jalen's being taken advantage of. But I do think it's good for his career because it brings maturity to his life and Jalen Green at the age of twenty two needs what? He needs maturity sure. in yeah. his life. You know, I think that. I'm all for that. He needs maturity. But how in are you going to knock Beyonce and CJ with the age difference when Beyonce hasn't lost her fastball? She still looks damn good. Uh, 6539, I think we would all prefer CJ just to concentrate on football at this point. I agree. I don't want CJ to have any fun in life. I want CJ to have the blinders <laughs> on and only focus Joe. about Houston Texans football. I, I don't want to play in the stupid NBA no, All Star celebrity game. No, Joe doesn't I, I want either. him talking. I don't want him talking. I think he has bad takes. Oh, you're talking about the basketball one? No, actually, before no. the basketball one, before the Steph Curry Jordan. He's been doing thing. a lot of cussing, the, too. The Bryce the Young one? He? Oh, yeah. CJ? Yes, I told you, man. Really? Yeah. He's loose Radio Road. Podcast. What's that? Joe he's has like, a real issue with him having diarrhea of the mouth during podcasts. I just, podcasts, think, I just think he podcasts. has bad takes. I think CJ has bad takes. And this isn't just the, I think the Houston pro- food and chicks. Yeah, it goes back to that. Well, he's not a test taker. Yeah, but he's a bad talker, apparently. Eh, talks eh, too much. No, he's not a bad talker. Yeah, he, he has uh, bad takes. There's a difference. He talks too much. Well, yeah, he has diarrhea of the mouth, he, he has good communications. What did he do that would talk too much? I just think he has, he has, he has, he has bad takes. He's got bad takes. Yeah. Did you put him on Bad Take Boulevard? You can't be mad at him for putting himself in the top five in the NFL for quarterback? No, that's no problem. I have a problem with the way he defended Bryce Young. Oh. What he said about Houston food. The food and the ladies, I know. And then he took Seth Curry over Jordan. Like, what are we doing, uh, so he didn't take. Did he Steph, really? He didn't take Steph Curry over Jordan. I feel like. They were talking about their all-time fives, and he said Steph would give Jordan like 20, 25 a game. He didn't take him over Jordan, though. Yeah. He said that he would score on Jordan. He said he would give him 30, I think. I was like, dude. Ooh, yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't like his take on that. And I mean, one. that's one of those semantics things. Like, if, if they're talking hand-checking. I was going to say, what rules are you playing? If it was today's NBA, different conversation, but. Seven one three seven eight zero ESPN HRNP uh, listener line. What's the best way to build if you're the uh, Texans? Do you emulate the Kansas City Chiefs early with Mahomes, or do you do the last two for Mahomes? What's the best way for the Texans to emulate Kansas City's success? 
And how could the Texans beat the Chiefs? 713-780-3776. Killer Bees, ESPN 97.5, ESPN 92.5. Informed opinions are oftentimes presented here. You're locked in with the Killer Bees on 97.5 and 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Joel Blank and Jeremy Brennan. Speaking of the decoy, we'll be there on Thursday. Come hang out with us. Decoy, Spring Branch, love to have you. Uh, 713-780-ESPN, HRP listener line. We'll get to the what's the best way to build, similar to the early Mahomes title or the most recent Mahomes titles. But first, let's go out to the HRP listener line. Ronald's got some Super Bowl uh, question he wants to ask us. Ronald, you're in the hive of the bees. What's up? Hey, man. Uh, first time ever getting through. So, I love the fact that uh, you want to read, you're talking about rebuilding, you know, uh, and adding to the, the Texans. We need a running back for number one. I don't really think that, I really don't think that, uh, that we have anything that's going to be substantial long term, and uh, but I want to talk about uh, oh, the the miss pass that Rasheed uh, well not miss pass but Rasheed Rice was wide open and the game would have been over a long time ago if uh, Mahomes had seen him and then he has words on the sidelines with him and Rice uh, and I, I'm pretty sure Rice is not going to go anywhere because why would he want to leave the Chiefs I mean it's a winning franchise yeah. and look who he's playing with. But, wow, you know, things really look kind of disorientated on the sidelines, not just with Kelsey and Reed, but with that, uh, with those two going at it a little bit, too. I want to know what you guys thought about that. Appreciate it, Ronald. Well, I mean, it, it, to me, when you look at the entire situation, that's when you – if you want to say it's dysfunctional, then the, then the Chiefs probably would have lost and got their blows, doors blown off and looked like that they didn't have a firm grasp on what was going on. But it kind of goes back to what I was talking about with Mahomes. Mahomes' demeanor, Mahomes was basically, and you know, I can't read lips, you know, like an expert or anything like that, but it was like, well, then let's just go do it next next possession. Let's go win it then. And and they, he, he obviously used Rice at key moments later in the game, but it seems like both with Kel, Kelsey and, and Andy Reid and with Mahomes and Rice, they found a way to win. They just, they can have their disagreements in the moment, just like all teams do we saw this uh, across sports where guys will get into it player to player and otherwise but if they're the team that comes out on top they found a way to win there wasn't a way that they were freezing a guy out or a guy who just wasn't effect you know as part of the, the game plan anymore it's hard to argue with what the Chiefs do and how they do it when they overcame those things I think we overrate sideline blow-ups more than anything like oh no there's drama can't believe it. Who cares? Like, people have heated moments. Uh, people are competitive. People, hey, give me the ball. Like, okay, so what? Like, they're, you're still going to win a football game, whether it's Kelsey, whether it's Rasheed Rice. Pat Holmes yelled at Andy Reid in the past. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I saw people trying to make this a race thing. They're competitors on the sideline. They really want to win a football game, and sometimes emotions get the best of them. Um, I don't think that Rasheed Rice should be yelling at the most talented quarterback of all time. I don't think that Travis Kelsey should be yelling and accidentally bumping the greatest offensive mind uh, that's ever coached in the NFL. I don't think those things should be happening, but do I think that it matters a whole lot? No. Do I think we overrate it? Yes. Do I think people lose their minds whenever they give their opinion about it on social media? Yeah. Like, it's not that big a deal. It's a competitors in the heat of the moment. Get over it. Yeah. I mean, the one thing you can say is if if you're Rice, you're a rookie. There's a way to say, you know, hey, I was open on that play or you you missed me because. But, you know, the only thing I would say is 
you don't go at Pat Mahomes as a rookie. I get it's a Super Bowl, but you just don't do that. But but, but the, I, I agree with you completely. But even if it happens, so what? Right. So but what? They, I was gonna say, but they overcame it. Yeah, and, and Mahomes is talking up Rasheed Rice and how important he is to their future. Like, like it happened. Like, is it a good look? No. Should Rasheed Rice have not done that? Yeah, he shouldn't have done it. Should Kelsey not have done what he did? Yeah, they shouldn't have. But they overcome it, and once the game's over, no one cares because they're competitors, and they understand that things like that happen on the football field. Things like that happen on the baseball field. Uh, things like that happen, uh, you know, playing basketball. Like, it's it's competition. It's going to happen. No uh, one cares, though, for, also because they won. Right, but I, yeah, even I think if they lost, though, I don't think it's a big deal. I think if they lost, it's a bigger deal. They blow I it don't, up a lot. I, don't I think, think the media blows it sure, up a lot Sure, I think more. the media does. I don't think they care in the locker room. I don't think Pat Mahomes is like worried that Rasheed Rice said, give me the ball. I think he likes that. Yeah, we got a competitor. We got an alpha that's a wide receiver. We need that. I don't think Andy Reid cares that Travis Kelsey saying, give me in the ball and accidentally bumped, bumped him a little bit. Um, would they have liked if they didn't do it? Sure. Are they going to worry about it tomorrow? No, they're not. Yeah, I, I, I think winning cures everything, and it cures all ills. I think that there would be – there's a possibility. Mahomes has a unique personality to be able to look past a lot and just focus on – the, the challenge at hand. I think there are quarterbacks, there are teams, there are situations where that would have not sat right because of who was doing it too and, and where like a rookie doing that. But I think that, again, that's what makes the Chiefs so special. Their coach, their quarterback, the two most important guys in that locker room, they have a, a demeanor about them at all times and a coolness factor of being able to just refocus, just keep pressing forward, and not get lost in that. Where a lot of quarterbacks and a lot of guys that have egos get stuck in that, or if that happens, they will get caught up in that. Yeah, I think the best quarterbacks don't let that bother them. Eight eight zero seven. Their relationships aren't that fragile. I would agree. I would agree. Uh, how can the Houston Texans best emulate Kansas City? Do you think they should go with the Kansas City of the first year, the one, the one that won the first time when they had Tyreek Hill, or should they go with the most recent two where they didn't have Tyreek Hill and they were better defensively? It's a tough question because of the fact that that, that first Super Bowl, their defense was, wasn't very good, if I remember correctly. Uh, their defense was more of a liability. And in this Super Bowl, their defense was a, a hell of a lot better and one of the better defenses in the league. But Patrick Mahomes didn't have a whole lot of talent at receiver. Um, I would I would like to think that, especially being coached by D'Amico Ryan's, that the right way to go about this is you know you've got a special talent at quarterback. You know he at least has weapons because if this if we're emulating that because you have Kelsey and you have some guys that have some talent and experience uh, in the as receivers and decent running play and a good offensive line. I would probably say you could emulate if I'm the Texans. I don't know that CJ plays the game the same way as Mahomes, but if I'm going to pick one or the other, I I guess I would lean towards the one that this team, the one that won last night, because of the fact that their defense would be very, very strong, and that's what D'Amico really likes, um, and that CJ still had enough to work with, and he would be protected enough to do what he needs to do. Yeah, I um. I think when you have an elite quarterback, you shouldn't be paying wide receivers $40 million. I, I admire what Kansas City did. We're, we're not going to pay Tyreek. We're going to trade him, get a lot for him, and then we're going to use draft picks to build up our defense, and we're going to use that money to build up our defense. I like the uh, I like the second route a lot better than, than trying to have this super explosive offense because if you have an elite quarterback, you're already going to have a really good offense. Uh, 
Pat Mahomes is capable of beating you on his own, like we saw yesterday, last possession of the fourth quarter in the overtime possession. But then their defense is always capable of also winning a game for you. So I, I rather spend resources defensively. I rather be more most recent Kansas City title than the first think, Super Bowl title with Mahomes and build around that defense. Think about that too. I think the early ones too. Their offensive line was was suspect. They had they had holes on their offensive line early on too. Mahomes was just able mm-hmm. to step up in the pocket, move around, and do things. This one was more of a complete team team. And, and I was going to ask you on the Tyreek thing. One, you're right. You don't want to end up in a situation where you're paying the mega deal to the, just the one receiver. But do you also think that, like I do, I thought that they avoided a possible culture issue in the locker room, a locker room issue, because they knew Tyreek was coming up. He wanted money. And if he didn't get it, he might be a, a, a bigger distraction. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know about that. I, I feel like he hasn't been a, a distraction in Miami, but he got paid. Um, so he could have been. But to me, it makes sense to trade guys before that you just let them leave for free. Right. I, I understand you get the compensation pick, third, fourth round pick, depending on how good the free agent is. But he's, he got you back at first. So I think Kansas City made the right move. There was controversial, too. Remember, people were saying they weren't going to win. They weren't even going to make the playoffs. Like, remember the AFC mm-hmm. West? Oh, it's so tough last year. Denver's going to be better than Kansas City. It's like, no, they're fine. They have Pat Mahomes. They won. And now, since they've traded Tyreek Hill, you know what they've done? They've won back-to-back Super Bowls. Like, give me the resources defensively. When you have elite quarterback, you don't need elite receiver next to him. Yeah, build defense, but be responsible at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw a Bleacher Report over the weekend projected the Texans to sign Chris Jones for $116 million. It's like $29 million a year. you gotta be, like, you got to be responsible. Yeah, and yeah. the other thing is, too, is like the Texans, one thing they have to do as well as the Chiefs, I think the most important thing is draft well. Like we, you see it in the game last night, all over the place. Like even though like Creed Humphreys like couldn't snap the ball above Patrick Mahomes' kneecaps at one yeah. point. Like they drafted him in the second round. Karloftis they drafted. Like mm-hmm. they drafted well. Like yeah, they missed on on Clyde Edwards-Helaire, but then they hit a, a massive home run with Pacheco. I love this take from you, Joe. Draft well. Yeah, draft well. Just draft well. So you got draft well. Just draft well. Nick Casario does that well. well. Just draft well. Yeah, just Score draft more well. points than the other team. So yeah. now the, the linebacker played big for them. The kid from Wisconsin, they drafted in like the thir- I think the third or fourth round. Yeah, like you just got you got to find a way. I mean, look at like and and take other people's scraps and make them treasures, like Justin Reed. <laughs> One nine five three elite defense can keep you in games if quarterback is out for a couple of games. Good call. Plus, they just keep you in the game, and then the elite quarterback wins it at the very end. Zero four two three build the D. We don't have Andy Reid and Slowick will be gone. What do you think is the recipe for these Texans to beat Kansas City? What do they have to do to beat Kansas City? You, defense and run the football. I think it's get yeah, run the football, run the football. And they don't, you know, right now they're yeah, right now oh, they're they don't, better yeah. with Singletary, but you're not there. Okay, I think he, you have to get pressure to Mahomes with four. Yeah, I, and I think San Francisco did that for the most part yesterday. And because I think the reason why the Texans like stand a chance is that in overtime. Even right now, we all would trust C.J. Stroud to lead that first drive in overtime as a touchdown instead of a field goal. So if you can play good defense, I expect C.J. to answer the call on offense. I do, too. I, I do, but I think in order to – and it's a, it's a multifolded reason why you got to run the football. But you run the football against Kansas City, and obviously less time for Mahomes on the clock and less chances, opportunities to score. And I think ball control, you do trust your quarterback, but ball control and, and – the fact that teams that have success against the Chiefs are able to run it, I don't say I, San Francisco to me that third quarter was baffling to me because I know you mentioned this, but later in the game and then in overtime they were still getting good yardage running the football when they went back to it. Yeah, they only averaged three and a half in the game though. Right, but but I'm just saying at key moments 
when they needed it, McCaffrey was still getting four or five yards of carry. There were times maybe that it fell off, and that first half was kind of a slugfest. But I still think that you can run the ball on Kansas City's defense. Two eight nine four until the gap between Mahomes and CJ lessens. They need a big upgrade in tight end and running back. Third top receiver would also help. So this guy wants to go offense. Uh, this one one seven seven two. The Texans need edge rushers that can get after Mahomes. Another star tight end or receiver in a back to complement Singletary. They can do what Pierce was supposed to do. Okay, says is Grenard not that guy? Do you have to upgrade Grenard because you're? I mean, Will Anderson's here for the foreseeable future. So, well, I mean, again, price matters and years matter, and I think Grenard's going to be looking for a lot. And the question is, is can you replace John Grenard with two or three players that make your overall defense better? There's a Pro Bowl quarterback that just got released. Mitch Trubisky, open market, love Pro Bowlers. It's a huge accolade. It's decorated. The Pro Bowls. Mitch Trubisky's out there. Got to create a roster spot for for Justin Fields. Yeah, that's what it looks like. They said Tomlin loves him, right? I saw that. Seven. Uh, by the way, Schultz Dalton Schultz went out on the highway to hell and says that he'd love to be in Houston and he loved his time there. Special organization, special quarterback. He'd like to return on a multi-year deal. He's confident they can find common ground. Welcome to last week, Lakers. I know, but I'm just saying. <laughs> They were just the, the the caller texter was talking about tight end, common ground. So if Schultz comes back at nine or eight, seven one oh, that'd be nice. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Time for our mailbag Monday. You can ask the killer bees whatever you want to ask. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. What's your question for the killer bees on ESPN ninety seven five and ESPN ninety two five? You've got mail. It's mailbag Monday with the killer bees. Something's in the bag. What's in the bag? Oh, what's in the box? Time for our mailbag Monday. You can ask the killer bees whatever you want. Whatever you want. 713-780-3776. And, unless it borders on the line of criminal behavior, Ojo. Seven one, in, in which case, we will not. 713-780-3776. Let's go out to the HRP listener line. Pena. These are always interesting. Pena, happy Monday to you. What's your question for the bees? Hey, happy Monday, y'all. So, all right. So, part two from last week. You guys are coach. Y'all, all three, all our coaches looking for a running back in the transfer portal. These three running backs are in: Bo Jackson, Herschel Walker, or Ricky Williams. Who are y'all taking? Thank you. Have a great day. Whew. So this just is just in their college career. I think this is so easy. It's Bo. Bo. Bo to me was my favorite athlete of all time. So I, I would put Bo whether it was realistic or not. Man, he would be third on my list. Really? Yeah, I don't think he was he obviously awesome and super entertaining. I don't think he was as good, as good a running back as Herschel Walker or Ricky Williams. That was pretty good. The uh, the question that I have is this pre marijuana or post marijuana? Like, do they test for this yeah, in our fictional was, world? When was pre marijuana? Like, Ricky was I mean, getting Ricky away was, with getting away the whole time. Yeah, in college, right? The whole time until it was the pros that gave him a problem. Yeah, but if we're testing, I'm nervous about it. But didn't they test back then? Yeah, I guess that they did. I don't know, but he was able to beat it. But if I'm testing and I know that he's using, I'm worried that he's not going to beat a test for the first time. I mean, he found a way. He found a way. I think I got to go Herschel. Herschel was so stinking good. Herschel was, I mean, they both won Heisman's. That's why I'm eliminating Bo. Um... Herschel's a three-time All-American versus Ricky Williams, a two-time All-American. I know we're splitting hairs here, he, but I'm I'm going Herschel Walker. At Georgia, he was like a combo of both Ricky Williams and Bo Jackson. Like, Herschel in college was unreal. Like, his combination of speed and just sheer force and power. 
He that he oh, was Bo impressive. Did want a Heisman. He won an eighty-five. Is, is he's in the? Is he? Isn't he in those commercials? That's how I was judging. That's right. I forgot. That's my bad. I'm still going Herschel. I'm going Bo, Herschel, and Ricky. Bo had two good years. One-time All-American or two-time All-American. One-time Heisman. Ricky, two-time All-American. One-time Heisman. Herschel, two-time, three-time All-American. One-time Heisman. Herschel. I'm assuming this is college since we're going transfer. Yeah, just college. Herschel yeah. Herschel ran for over 5,200 yards in his career. Ricky was over 6,200. Bo was at 4,300. It's a lot of yards for Ricky Williams. Bo left early? No. No, he got hurt one of the years, it looks uh, like. No, he was there four years. No, he didn't get hurt. I mean, he played 11 games, 11 games, 12 games, 11 games. So, 1984, he only rushed about 87 times? It's weird, because it has him for 12 games listed. That's so bizarre. I know. He had to be playing through injury or something. Something had to be there. Something was up, because that is a huge gap. But he says he played in every game. Uh, Sean from the Heights wants to know uh, what we thought of uh, J.J. Watt's hair. I thought he looked like that uh, that conspiracy theorist that you always see on the History Network, or the thought, History Channel. I thought he looked like he belonged in the Backstreet Boys. I was going to say Backstreet Boys. I thought he was, should, should have belonged in in sync. Looked like, uh, what's his name from uh, Dodgeball on ESPN Ocho? Oh, yes. Looked like that guy. That was a bad look. I didn't like that look for yeah, JJ. The spiky, the spiky. Man, like, what are we doing? With tips, even? Yeah, this is, it was like. It was boy bandish. It mid, really was. Like mid two thousand, like early 2000s, late 90s. He owned it after, but I think he was because he was catching so much heat for it. And, yeah. and, and, and they were actually when all their there's their one shots of him. It was almost like they were zooming in a little bit on it, but it was yeah, I wasn't expecting that from him. I, normally, he's got it either really tight cut or or slick down. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. What's your question for the Killer Bees? One nine five three. Why is the Super Bowl not on Saturday? Is that because you're hungover today and you wish you had the day off? Because a lot of people have argued for that, that the day after the Super Bowl should be a national holiday so that the, everybody doesn't have to come to work like Paul. The um, Was Paul not here today? Paul was hungover today, <laughs> admittedly so. Well, he was here, he went and, through yeah, it. He's yeah, a gamer. Yeah. Why isn't President's Day today? Is there any reason why President's Day is next Monday? No. Is there like a reason? Like isn't there a, the it, third Monday of February has to be President's Day? Can we just make a permanent fixture that president's day is the monday after the super bowl can we please do that it's a pretty good fix yeah but like not a lot of people get president people get president's isn't day off anymore isn't president's day surrounding one of the president's birthdays that's what i'm asking because it's, it's always on a monday so no that's true like uh, why is president's day or the week the of the like bowl? one of the president's birthdays maybe I washington don't know. or something. i don't know yeah I'm, I'm not i'm too i'm too much of a moron to know that i'm not educated this guy says that was Jason Bateman in Dodgeball. I know that. I know that was Bateman. I'm a huge fan of Bateman. I listen to his podcast every now and then. Uh, one seven seven two. Which one would you rather date, Taylor or Beyonce? Taylor. Beyonce. Neither. I'm a happily married man. That's how you uh, answer that the, question. It's the third Monday. Third Monday of February. Yeah. Let's make it this first Monday after the Super Bowl. Easy fix. There you go. No one's going to be mad. You think all these dead presidents will be upset by that? No. Well, it's, not, it's not a holiday for everybody. It, it, it was People are off school. I think everybody's off school on Monday. So you can, like, it's very much easier, it's much easier to take a day off work if you don't get that day off. It's fair. It yeah. is centered around Washington's birthday, which was February 22nd, so that's why... He's not going to care. He's six feet under the ground. Right. But I'm just saying, that's, I, I thought that there was someone, one of the president's birthdays was how they got to that. And if he's a sports fan, he would encourage this. That Washington. I think he was a sports fan. 0613, what is your go-to taco fixings and all that with your favorite salsa? 
hard shell, soft shell. And do I mean I I'll go chicken, lettuce, tomato, onions, some guac. Yeah. I mean I'm gonna go beef. Beef fajita preferably. It depends on what time of day too. If it's in the morning, I like bad by goa. If it's in the lunchtime or evening, I like a little beef fajita. Uh, always need some wok on it. That's like usually a spread. I don't mind a little refried bean as a spread on I'll it go too. With that. Uh, salsas are all very good. Just stay away from Alex Bregman salsa. You know, I have my oh, favorite. He's, he's out now. I know that. I brought that to everybody's attention last week. Um, I like a little lettuce. I like a little tomato. Maybe a little bit of cheese. I don't want the cheese to overpower. I prefer soft taco over hard shell. I do too. And I like the um, the fresh salsa. There's a, I forget the name, the alfresca, but it has to be like the fresh, with the big pieces. No, the big, big chunks of tomato and onion, stuff like that. Pico de Not that kind of crushed down. No, it's not pico either. But like at Chewy's in a lot of the restaurants, you have to request it. But their original salsa is that fresh cut with the tomato chunks and everything like that. And their, their standard that they put on the tables is more kind of liquidy. It's not bad. Those are good like, socks. I'm all, all about street tacos. Street like, tacos are way to I, go. I love them when they're like real small, just like steak, onion, cilantro. I just love God, I hate cilantro. tacos. Like oh. It's hard for me to not like Saturday a taco. And Sunday. I love tacos. Uh, Key from LA, what was your Super Bowl spread? El Tiempo. You picked up El Tiempo? No, the party I was at had El Tiempo. Thanks for the invite, man. Don't blame me. Appreciate it. Ours was it wasn't back- my party. We had plenty of appetizers and stuff, and then Beck's Prime. Uh, you had Beck's Prime yesterday? Yeah, yeah. We uh, we had both of our parents over, my parents, my wife's parents, and we just made a bunch of food. Uh, I made cheddar pop. I made those jalapeno poppers. I made a Chili's copycat um, queso. It turned Ooh. out real good. My mom made her seafood gumbo, which is fantastic. What are the, uh, my father-in-law made a seafood gumbo, which was also fantastic. Unintentionally, both made gumbos, but they were very good. My wife made these Italian sliders. Uh, we had a buffalo chicken dip my sister made that was very, very good. And then desserts. My wife made some really good desserts. What's the uh, ingredients in your queso? Um, Velveeta, uh, a little bit of hamburger meat, seasonings, you but know, you, you, put a little flavor on it. So, okay. So I was just going to say the, the chunks of tomatoes and onions and all that. No, we didn't have that. I don't, oh. I don't really, lo- well, I like to cook with onion, but I don't like onion. I love onion. So I like, I usually have to cook it down. So it's not like actually there. Uh, nine zero six two. Who would you rather have, Shanahan, Belichick, or Reed? With Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback, I mean, it's pretty hard to argue with what's successful. I would go with Andy Reid. Yeah, give me Andy Reid. Zero four nine two. Teachers have trainings every President's Day. Cool. Let them train the day after the Super Bowl. And if they don't I'm like sure it, they'd like to not be, to be in teachers. Training laid back instead of dealing with kids that are getting out of hand and unruly yeah. in the classroom. What's the best burger in Houston? Seriously, <laughs> I like how you put seriously at the end. Like, take it seriously, guys. Man, you guys probably there's a there's a lot that I like. Uh, there's a hole in the wall in Porter that I love. That's called uh, Pete's Pete's Burger, thirteen fourteen. Actually, it's Loop four ninety four off of thirteen fourteen. That that place is really good burgers. Like hole in the wall, like not well known. They're fantastic. Uh, fast food burger, give me Culver's Burger, man. Culver's Burger, if you're going fast food, is fantastic. Really good. If you want to throw it back, you want a big burger, Langford's Grocer. But I That's think they the close at like about. three down by Midtown. Their hurry burgers are like. The width of a pancake. Yep. They're so good. Yeah, they are fantastic. So and, good. And uh, the Bex Prime's burgers. Yeah, really I think their burgers are a little overrated. I like their fries. It's a good burger. Fries are great. It's a good burger, yeah. but I wouldn't put it on my elite tier. I would put it well, you're saying you know, when you're going, second if you're going fast, fast, fast it's burger. A little, uh, it's a little uh, expensive fast foodie. It's good. It I is love, good. I love the flavor of their grill. It is good. Joe, do you have one? I'll be honest with you. It's not just because they're downstairs. They're just a good burger. I have fallen in love with Burger Chan. Burger Chan is a really good so burger. Good. The one... 
criticism I have of Burger Chance is they use nah, it's their bread and butter pickles. I don't feel like a bread oh. and butter pickle belongs on a cheeseburger. I don't like a pickle. I don't. I go no yeah, pickle. So I, yeah. I go no I'd pickle, go pickle on the side. Yeah, I yeah, just can't. Fine. At first, I didn't, and then I was like, "Nah, eh, it's not for me." And once I got went, got rid of the pickle, it's much better. <laughs> Using Velveeta and calling it queso is a sin. That's fair. That's a fair point. But it was the it was called for it in the recipe. All right, that does it for uh, for us. I'm not going to read that one. Stop sending us these things. All right. Good good stuff. 713-780-ESP at HRP Listener Line. Which team in the NFL is best set up for the future? It's the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. You're back where you belong, in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with the Killer Bees, who won't sting you unless provoked. Here's Joel and Jeremy. He's blank on Branham, 713-780-ESPN. Which team is best set up for the future in the NFL? We just watched the Super Bowl yesterday, Kansas City back-to-back. They'll be looking for the three-peat next year. No team has done that in NFL history. But which team is best set up for the future? Of all teams in the NFL, I would say, and not just because we're in Houston, but I would say that the Texans have to be right at the top of the list because – you, you did what you did with a rookie quarterback this year. And, and let's also be very, very clear. They can take a step back next year. We've talked about this. They, they have a tough schedule next year. It is possible that they take a half step back or half or step back for one season. That does not mean that it or, or change anything in terms of the setup for the future. This team has a lot of options that they can do and go in a lot of different directions. They have the offensive and defensive rookie of the year. They've got the right coach, the right general manager, and an ownership that's finally gotten their bleep together and have everything going in the right direction. They've got money to play with, though we've highlighted it's not as much as people think, and and a plethora of draft picks. I think the Texans are right there at the top of the list. It's hard for me not to say Kansas City. I don't think Kansas City's going anywhere. I, I still think Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. They're gonna they're gonna be a bit different next year because they do have some pretty good free agents. Couple that I wouldn't mind the Houston Texans getting their hands on. Um, so th- they're gonna have a different look. And at some point, Andy Reid's gonna retire. Kelsey's getting up there in age, and like you pointed out earlier, didn't have a great regular season. Now he flipped the switch. He was able to have a great postseason. Uh, so I, I would still have to go Kansas City. Uh, a few textures: seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six Dallas Cowboys. I don't agree with that one no. at all. Dak, I think, is kind of, I'd say Dak's in the prime-ish of his career, but I think he's at his ceiling, and he's never really been close to a Super Bowl. And, and I know prime? you don't love Mike McCarthy. No, I think I, now. I, I think this. I think but right I, now. But I think that if his prime is that he could be a great uh, regular season quarterback but still can't win in the playoffs, what does that really give you? I think that, uh, I mean, not. I mean, it gives you good regular seasons and it gives you playoff appearances. Kind of like Ravens I think, right I think, now. I think his ceiling's NFC Championship. I, I still think Lamar's ceiling... I don't know. I don't think Lamar's ever going to win a title, uh, kind of like Josh Allen. But I do think his ceiling is Super Bowl. I would say I the Ravens, yeah. Ravens ceiling's higher than the Cowboys ceiling, they, in my opinion. I think they're more, they're more ready to win again next year and get to get, get at least as far as they went or further and be the one seed again, as opposed to Dallas. And I know Jerry Jones has said he's going for it. Um, I'll throw the Packers in the mix because they're the youngest team in the NFL and because they are talented across the board on both sides. You already know my feeling on the quarterback, and it's funny because there. I was going to tell you guys there was a poll late last week, uh, back in, in Wisconsin again with that same guy. Who would you take right now, C.J. Stroud or Jordan Love? And the overwhelming support for Jordan Love, I was like, of course they're homers there, but I don't. I just think the Packers they do have 
some things they got to tweak, but the Packers are the youngest team in the league. Yeah, I like their trio receivers. I think LaFleur is a good coach, too. Uh, we actually had a texture that said Green Bay. Uh, three, four, two, six. It's the Cowboys' year. Five exclamation points, but then put joke in parentheses. You can just do the, what is it, the slash S, and that tells you that you're being sarcastic. Uh, zero, two, six, five says the Lions. It's pretty good. I think the Lions just had the best year they're going to have in this little window. I think this – I firmly believe that. I think the Lions this past season is the peak of this era of the Lions. I don't think they get to a Super Bowl. I think the NFC Championship is their maximum. Really? Yeah, they, I mean, Jared Goff is a quarterback. they probably have one more year of Ben Johnson. I think more teams are coming in the NFC. You just mentioned Green Bay. Uh, Philadelphia, I think, is going to bounce back with some decent coordinators. So I think the Detroit getting to the NFC Championship this past year, they might get back to the NFC Championship. I don't think they win the NFC in the Jared Goff era of the Detroit Lions. I'm just thinking good young receivers, good young tight end, good young running back. Yeah, I mean, they're talented. Really good young offensive line. But Jared quarterback Goff. is it, right? It, it, all, it all rests on the show of Goff and or if they need to find somebody better, and I don't know that you can't. Like, who would you buy stock into the NFC? San Francisco, Detroit, Philadelphia. I think Green Bay and Detroit are kind of the same tier. I mean, now, I would love has more potential. I think. a lot of stock in Philly right now. They just I, still, they're so good. I know. I, I, I'm a believer in Jalen Hurts. Like, maybe they need to fire Sirianni. Maybe this is a year away from whenever we're really buying Philadelphia stock. But I, I'm still a believer in Jalen Yeah, because it still feels like J- that A.J. Brown will not be part of the equation right. either next year or the year after. I don't know if I love Devontae as a number one guy for them. Their running back situation, Swift is a free agent. Yeah, running backs. I mean, you can get – I mean, look at the Chiefs running back No, situation. but like it helped They them. just you, granted you really Reddick, uh, so Reddick can seek a trade right now. Not that he, if he can find one or not, but that's a pretty good defensive player that – they could lose. I mean, the Chiefs have won Super Bowl titles with revolving doors at running back, and the Eagles got really close to winning a Super Bowl with a revolving door at running back. Yeah, I think it's just I, it's because it's Sirianni. Like I just, I'm not a Sirianni. Yeah. Like I would wait to buy mm-hmm. stock in them until he's fired, and then I would probably would view them differently because I just. But I'm a lot of coaches would love him. to have that job in a year because yeah. there's still a ton of talent on that roster. Like, this guy I, says the Jets. No. Yeah, the Jets. To me, they have Future. one year. They have one year. They have one year, next year it's all or nothing. And yeah. if you believe some of, a majority of, or any of some of these articles coming out now, it seems like it's a complete bleep show in the locker room. And, and you know, obviously Princess Rogers is stirring things up. They're wondering, and there's questions about Sala and his control freak attitude in the locker room. There's talent on the defense, no doubt about it, and on offense. They got good at the skill positions too, but their offensive line has to be redone. If you could make a bet, 100 bucks, who wins, who gets to the Super Bowl first, Eagles or Lions? Eagles. Eagles. I'm Eagles. Yeah. It's unanimous. Who gets to a Super Bowl first, Packers or Lions? Packers, because I think there's more upside. I'm with you. I'm with you. Like, I, I don't think the Lions are a Super Bowl team. Yeah, I'm Packers as well. Yeah, like, how many teams you can do? Eh, that was tough for you. San Francisco, I, mean, honestly, I think, like, is a no-brainer. I, would, I was thinking about, like, Dallas? No. I would go Detroit. I think Dallas, Dallas yeah. is on. Uh, yeah, I think Dallas is more on the decline. And it, this, they're good. They can go for it all they want this next year. There's two tough teams to get at minimum to get past. I think Dallas is going to be on the decline. I mean, like, there's, there's there's always teams that make the playoffs and then miss it the next year. Like, it's always like three or four teams. Would it really stun you if Detroit didn't even make the playoffs next year? Yeah, because like Minnesota, if they if they if Cousins is back, uh, like they'll, they'll be pretty good. They won't yeah. be great, but they'll be good. Green Bay should be better. Should like, be better. if Love takes a step at all, they're the best team in that division. Yeah, I still think Detroit makes it. I think Detroit, for another year, could still be the best team in the division. I don't think Minnesota's that good. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I I tend to agree that I think Detroit's the best team in the division, but it wouldn't stun me if they're the team that falls apart next year. I think they can be, I think that division can get three teams in. 
I think well that that all and that's all contingent on Minnesota, and I don't I just don't think Minnesota's well, that good. I like the receivers. Know, Caleb could you know pull some magic next year. Well, your defense Washington? stepped up. For Chicago? For, yeah, 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 for Washington. Uh, pro Football Focus, they, they listed the five teams that are best set up for the future. They went with the Texans, mm. number one. I mean, you got a rookie quarterback. You have a quarterback on a rookie it's deal. the right answer. Right. You have a lot of – well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm going Kansas City. I guess – I uh, my guess is when they put this out, they were, like, not including Kansas probably. City They're probably going for up-and-coming teams. Yeah. They went with Washington, number two. Mm. Which, which surprises me. It surprises me, too. But they have the number two pick. Number three – they have the Tennessee Titans with a picture of Will Levis. Oh, stop it. I'm dead serious. Picture of oh. Will Levis, Tennessee Titans. Wow. I, I mean, this list blows my mind. Because well, Levis is three? I mean, there was one well, person Tennessee- in the city that was telling you that Will Levis was going to be a top two rookie quarterback, and it was me. Yeah. I, I'm not crapping on your love of Will Levis or how good he can be. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually, just saying, I'm, I'm looking I'm at the teasing. rest of that roster, and I'm going, really? I do think that the Callahan was a good hire, though. Because if there is a chance for Levis to be good, they sure. needed a Callahan and not a Vrabel. Yeah, for sure. I actually like that hire. Uh, number four, they have the Colts. I would have the Colts. I, I don't like the Titans on this list either, for what it's worth. Right. I do think this roster is not great. I, I, I'm not actually that high on Levis after his rookie year. I think he has a long way to go for the middle game. Uh, his touch isn't great. I didn't love his rookie year, even though he was a top-two rookie quarterback, and I was the only one saying that he would be. Uh, number four was the Colts. See, I would have the Colts ahead of the Tennessee Titans and the Commanders. At a certain point, the Colts are starting to get older, and they've got decisions to make too because they could lose their number one wide receiver, and, and you know, and their defense is something that they've got to they got to make sure that they keep intact. I, I, right now, the two questions for me are Washington and Tennessee. Tennessee, I don't understand at all. In Washington, they unloaded Sweat, they unloaded Young, they unloaded high draft picks. But lots in the of past. Picks, but they have lots of picks. They do, have and picks. they have they have money, and they have the number two pick. Uh, and number five, they have Cincinnati, which. You know, Burrow, Chase, solid Higgins, defense. They might Mixon. not. Maybe yeah, they not. Might, they might franchise them. They might not. Lose I, Higgins. I, I like um, I like Chase Brown, the running back that they got. He, yeah, he's was, solid. He, he was pretty good for Mixon at the end of the season. Like I think they still have the pieces. But they might lose a lot. They could lose Higgins, who's the other wide receiver, Boyd. Oh, Boyd, Tyler Boyd. And yeah. then Reader's a free agent Reader's as well. Agent. So like, they are going to lose some big pieces. They have some cap space. But they have some cap space. They have some cap space there. So those are your five. Uh, who do you think... If you had to pick, seven one three seven eight zero espn is best set up for the future. Uh, speaking of the Super Bowl, these two teams yesterday, Kansas City, San Francisco, they both have free agents leaving. Which Super Bowl free agent do you want in Houston? Which free agents leaving KC and San Fran would you like to see where the Texans unis, the new ones? Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Killer Bees, ESPN 97.5, ESPN 92.5.